0: Visit RobertHalf.com today. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman. That right there, Greg Ducharme. Greg, President's Cup Week. Here we go. Monday of President's Cup Week. It is happening.
1: Yes, I'm. Uh, I'm kind of excited for it. I mean, it it's been fun to go through some of the data, look at all these teams, and kind of develop some profiles on all these players. And the more data you look at, the more one-sided it gets. Uh, but that the thing that it, that excites me is that it's golf and it's match play, and anything can happen. So I, I still I'm, I'm hanging on to that for a good Presidents Cup.
0: The United States team is up to minus seven fifty uh over at at our our friends over at Caesar's Sportsbook plus 700 for the internationals the thing i like about this greg is this is like you know we don't get a lot of team events but we also don't get really a lot of team events with a lot of strategy where you know you and i were talking about the nfl before we went hot you know there's a quarterback and a million things that affect a quarterback and a million things that affect a team. Well, here we get to say, oh, well, what if Scotty Scheffler plays with Tony Fino? No, no, no. What if he plays with Cam Young? And we get to like do our own little strategic GMing of these teams every every so often.
1: Yes. And it's uh, pretty cool. And what I always find interesting is how we might get one or two teams right, but really we're often wrong on who the par- or the parents and the partners right. are. Um, not not necessarily for the entire entirety of the you know five matches a day or four matches a day depending on the day. Um, but as a as a general rule, we'll get Cantley shawley We'll get that right, but they might split them up on on a Saturday match, give them both a break in one of those matches and and, and split them up, which is interesting and it gives you a chance to see guys play with other guys and and make a difference. Uh, and it it can open up the tournament. It can open up the possibilities. I find it very interesting for Davis Love um, with what he's going to do. I, I think his, his options are wide open where Captain Trevor Immelman, it yeah. seems like his path is, he has options, um, but it, but it, they're much more narrow.
0: Yeah, I was doing a little bit of research on this earlier. And basically what, what ends up happening in both Ryder Cups and President's Cups is that the U.S. team is so incredibly deep. They do not rely on one or two or three golfers to go and play all five sessions while Europe and the international squad are much more reliant on, on the top of the board. So I have the numbers here last six team events. That's three president's cups, three rider cups. The U S had 17 guys that played all five sessions. The internationals or the Europeans had 24 guys, 24 instances of someone playing all five. They're just super, super reliant on the guys at the top of the board.
1: Yes. uh, And you can see that in the team construction. I mean, just to give you an idea and some more numbers about the lopsidedness, the average world golf ranking for the American team is 11.25. And for the international team, it's 48.92. That's a significant difference. Then you look at who the, the top ranked international player is. It's Hideki Matsuyama at 17th in the world. That's nearly six ranking spots, uh, higher than the average for the Americans. (laughs) So every, every match you look at, you're going to have American favorites. Every single one. I mean, even in most Ryder cups and Mm -hmm. and some president's cups, you get a heavy, the the top end guys for the internationals or the Europeans are a great match for the Americans on paper. Uh, And, and we're not going to get that here. We're going to get the heavy favorites being with the Americans in all five matches on Thursday, on Thursday and all five matches on Friday and all four matches, uh, all eight matches on Saturday, every single time. Uh, uh, and you're likely going to get, you know, I would say what, 10, 10 to 12 well, it might American be more favorites in singles.
0: Yeah, it might, it might, be. Well, I believe uh, if memory serves, John Rahm was the only favorite on Sunday At the 2021 Ryder Cup and Scotty Scheffler beat him four and three. And he was the only favorite on the board on Sunday.
1: Right. Which is, I mean, (laughs) it's terrifying. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's a a monumental battle that the internationals have to climb. And you think about it. I mean, in singles, that's 12 points. There's 30 available. It's a significant amount and so whatever you do in team matches you you know you got to go up against 12 favorites on Sunday 12 the the scene we're setting it sounds grim
0: uh, admittedly but it historically it, it's kind of been grim greg i mean the the united states is in the midst of an eight president's cup winning streak they tied in 2003 uh, the United States won it in 2000. So the only time, the only time in existence that the international team pulled off victory was 1998. It's 11-1-1 in favor of the United States squad. So anytime we get to this event every two years on paper, it looks like it's going to be a tough scene for the internationals. And more often than not, it has come out that way.
1: Yes. Um, and this one's even more so looks like a tough scene. Now, the shame of it is, and maybe, look, maybe this isn't a shame of it. I'm sure we'll talk about it a little bit more uh, throughout the episode tonight. But the shame of it is that the internationals seem to be gaining a little bit of momentum. They seem to be moving in the right direction. They seem to have some young talent that was going to be around for a while and going to create a really solid core for the international team. Uh, Unfortunately, many of them left and are not, in the, are not in the President's Cup. So that's the disappointing aspect. The exciting aspect for me is we now get a number of these players who are kind of, especially for you and I, Rick, and anyone who listens to this Monday episode week in and week out, these are some of our you know fantasy darlings that we yeah. get to see. And there's a reason why we like them in fantasy golf. Some of it has to do with price, but a lot of it has to do with ability as well. Uh, and I, I'm, you know, looking at like a Taylor Pendrith, who's the highest ranked player in the field um, or, or lowest ranked. He's got the biggest number next to his name at <laughs> 109. Uh, and he is far better than the 109th best player in the world. Right. So, you know, I, I think Taylor Pendrith has the game to compete with these, with the big boys and we're going to get to see it firsthand. Uh, and and there's a an instance where he'll have a partner who's, uh, has a much better world golf ranking, uh, and can, and, and the two of them can kind of garner some confidence, um, p- potentially that's a big potential, uh, but it's, it's an uphill battle for sure. Oh. And if Rick, if you look at the, if you look at the statistics, like aside from official world golf rankings, you start to go through each statistic, the advantage just gets even more significant.
0: Yeah, it's it's tough on paper. I'm glad you started naming some names because I want to I want to go through these guys. I want to talk about pairings. I want to look at the captain's picks and all that fun stuff. Uh, but first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. And we're back. Um, it's an uphill battle, Greg. But we had Captain Trevor Rivelman on. It was just a couple of days before he made his captain's pick. So maybe it was like two or three weeks ago. I I, I think he did a great job with these picks. Right. I, I mean, it, it wasn't going to be easy, but when you go out and you get Cam Davis and Taylor Pendrith and Sebastian Munoz, guys who drive the ball really well for Quail Hollow, I think that's pretty sharp. Siwu, I mean, we, the, the selections start to get tough, but we've seen Siwu get hot. We've seen KH Lee get hot. He adds Christian Bezadenhout, Um, a, a nod to a, a fellow South African who's going to rely on the flat stick all week long, but. Based on what he had, especially after the the departure of Cam Smith, the departure of Joaquin Neiman going onto enemy territory and playing at Quail Hollow, I think he did a pretty good job.
1: I think he did too. Um, and you mentioned there was definitely a theme with these picks. He had six picks. Mm-hmm. And uh of the six picks, five of them were really good drivers of the golf ball. And that seemed to be the MO. The the strength was in their ball striking. But Still, you look at this. I mentioned some of the other statistics here. And I, I, so I went through a bunch of statistics that I think are important or they're, you know, headline statistics. And I averaged out there um, for the Americans and for the international, their ranking on tour last year. So we got a full year of data and the average position in strokes gain off the tee for the internationals is 59.67. For the Americans, it's 43.75, right? There's, so it's a significant advantage for the Americans. The, the Americans, 10 of their 12 players are top 50 in strokes gain off the tee. Five of 12 for the internationals are top 50 in strokes gains off the tee. So as much as he did everything he could, I, right? I, maybe... With the one, the one question I have is with uh, Christian Bezidenhout. Mm. He doesn't fit the mold. And I, I, he, now he has a, a skill set in his putting that is uh, elite, one of the best in this entire field. He's sixth on tour in strokes game putting. Um, but uh, So part of me thinks, well, you know, he, he kind of went off his path with that one. And I don't know if he can afford to do that. But then what's the alternative? Is it Emiliano Grillo? or Eric Van Roy. I mean what 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 are you gaining the, by the two alternatives in my mind. And I agree with you. I think this is
0: obviously the weakest the weakest part of the team. We uh, we don't have to spend too much time on it because the options were Lucas Herbert, which is just getting yourself another guy who is flat stick dependent Herbert's probably slightly better of a putter or it was to go some people were calling for Ryan Fox now Ryan Fox would be your big bomber off the tee we saw him get hot and play well uh often on the DP World Tour last season but you know he doesn't maybe he doesn't have as much PGA Tour experience as Captain Immelman would have liked those were the only two I think other options here
1: yeah, I mean, maybe I would throw a, a Grillo into the mix. Sure. He had, you know, two t- two T2s coming in, but there's big questions about his putting. You can't have cold putters in this, but, right. you know, the, uh, it brings up another disadvantage, and that's that we're, uh, that Captain Love can set up this golf course. So now you look at even, even all that it, Captain Immelman did to try to, you know, improve the driving of his team, which I think he did a fine job of. Um, you're still now at the you're still in the in the deficit here and the setup will benefit drivers, which which he did everything he could to take advantage of that. But it's still outmatched by the driving of the American team. And, and that's very concerning to me. And where does that leave? a Christian Poseidon. can he, will he have an opportunity to get hot with the putter? And now on the contrary with the American side, Kevin Kisner is kind of that version, Uh, but he's a match play wizard and he's only one guy, you know, it's one guy and you have 11 others. So he kind of gets lost in the sea of American depth. He's also 25th in the world. (laughs) Uh, One of the best match play players uh, year in and year out.
0: And and he also held the 54 hole, Lead at Quail Hollow for the PGA championship. <laughs> yes.
1: And he has another tied six at Quail Hollow as well. I think he, what was he, tied seventh at the PGA, tied Correct. six in another event there. Yeah. So um, he's shown that he can handle that golf course. But it's um, very, very interesting to me from that point of view. Again, I, I don't know if one of his other options that may have been better than Beside and would really give this team an advantage. And maybe maybe the putter for uh, Christian can light a spark and can be the change of pace that they need. Yeah, it's
0: not like he snubbed a Rory McIlroy or anything like that and kept him off the team. It's, you know, adding, depending on who he would have added, I don't know if it would have uh, changed anything. Producer Troy, I've got the... um... I've got the rosters up here. Can we share my screen? Yeah, thank you. Okay. So here, here are the rosters, Greg, and um, y- you'll see, I, I mean, we've got it. We've got it up here. Uh, the international squad on the left, the, the United States team on the right uh, to close out the thought on Kisner and Biza. There are only two golfers out of these 24 that are losing strokes from T to green over the last 50 rounds. It's those two. It's, it's Kisner and Biza. they're going to, they're going to certainly need to, to ride those putters. Um, let's let's pair them up right like let's 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 play the games we we are yeah. now we are now in charge of both of these teams let's start with the the u.s side i think there's a lot more natural selections here and this will give us an opportunity to talk about anybody so greg you you go first you pick two guys that you want to play together
1: okay so um at least in foursomes the the obvious choice and the can't miss choice the only way Davis Love can mess this up is by not <laughs> playing Patrick Cantlay and Xander Shawley together, Correct. right? Correct. There, so yeah. they're a, they're a lock in foursomes. Four ball, your your options open up way more. If you want to rest one of those guys, you can split them up. Uh, they were zero two in the 2019 Presidents Cup in four ball, two and zero in foursomes, In the Ryder Cup last year they were two and zero in foursomes uh, and didn't play together in four in the four ball. So uh, they have to go together in foursomes. They have to, and they will.
0: Okay, so uh, Cantlay and Xander off the board uh, makes total sense. Both of them are playing great right now. They've got plenty of great history together. No doubt about it, these two are going to be partnered up for the vast majority, if not all, of of their possible sessions. I'll I'll give you another obvious one. Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, right? We've seen these guys... Yep, a must. They've played together quite a bit. They're obviously great friends. I imagine we are going to see plenty of Spieth and JT this week.
1: Yes, and um, I mean, this is this pairing broke up Patrick Reed and Jordan Spieth. That's right. It was yes. so formidable. Which was, right?
0: at the time, or still might be, like one of the most successful U.S.
1: pairings ever, wasn't it? Yes. they. Were, yeah. I mean, they were a buzzsaw, a complete buzzsaw. But the Americans, historically, have put a lot of emphasis on Spieth and Thomas and the team in the team aspect uh, and they they can both give you some emotion give you some fire that you see come out much you know often in these team competitions and and you need that spark and you need that energy I I don't see a Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth looking past their opponent they are gonna uh, be you know bleeding red white and blue and they're gonna be really trying to win their match uh, unanimously, right? They don't want to leave any questions out there and that can provide a big spark. So they, they're, they're a must go together.
0: All right. We got two musts. You're up next. Give me, give me two more you put together.
1: Okay. So it starts to get a little more interesting at this point. Um, But I'm going to go with a pairing that I think, I think will work. Uh, And I think it's, you may not be thinking this way, but Max Holma, coming fresh off of a win and I'm going to pair him with Billy Horschel. Oh, that I was not thinking that. No. The reason is I, I think Max Holma is one of the easiest guys to pair on this team. Mm-hmm. And, and I think Billy Horschel is probably the most difficult to pair on this. Team. I agree. <laughs> okay. Now they're both accurate off the tee. These two will be peppering fairways. Um it, Max Homa is much improved with his putter and had a very nice iron play week last week, obviously. Um, but the the really cool aspect, too, is Billy Horschel, while in his strokes gain approach ranking, it's not great. He hits a lot of greens at regulation. And I think they could play a little bit of a plotter's game together that'll work really effectively and work really well. Uh, so Billy, is because he is that challenge pairing, it's nothing against him. It's just the the personality type. I think getting him with somebody like a Max Homa uh, is going to be an important. It's going to be an important pairing to take care of, to understand and take care of it. So I, I like that.
0: Okay. Uh, so we'll we'll roll with that one. I'll have to shuffle up my lineup, but my thoughts on Billy Horschel they, they do align with yours. I think there's two there's two logical guys to play with Billy. Max because of his demeanor, uh, and Sam Burns because they've got the history around Zurich and their oh. buddies. And you know, you're right. That's the pairing. <laughs> that
1: yeah, they play together they play together in Zurich. I yeah. can't believe I I overlooked that.
0: Which would have opened up the Cal Bears Colin Murakawa, Max Homa pairing. And Morikawa lost Morikawa played with DJ for the most part. At the Ryder Cup yep. loses loses kind of his his partner from the Ryder Cup. You plug in Max Homa, guys who had who has had great success at Quail Hollow and everything else that you referred to. I like that combo a little bit better.
1: OK, I like that combo, too. You're right. right. The, the history, the history that Horschel and Burns have should not be overlooked. Okay. Um, and I'm sure that they're going to remind Captain Love of that, who will, <laughs> won't need the reminder like I do, clearly. Um, so, but that, this, yeah, that's good.
0: This is where it gets really interesting. So we've got we've got Cantlay, Xander, Spieth, JT, Homa, Morikawa, Burns, Horschel, which leaves us with Cameron Young, Kevin Kisner, Tony Finau, and oh, by the way, the number one golfer in the world, Scotty Scheffler, who we have not even mentioned yeah. So how are we going to th- This is where it gets interesting. There's not so many natural fits anymore. Where do we yes.
1: get Well, I, I one that I think is very interesting would be and I understand where this leaves you. And you may not want to you may want to mix this up a little bit, but I really like going with Cam Young and Tony Fee now because okay. of their, their there's a obvious skill set there. That is elite and it that team will be really scary to play against. And if I have to go up against, if I have to go up against Tony Finau and Cam Young, I am a little bit wide-eyed, <laughs> and and I think that's an important perspective to look at. Like, what what is the other team going to say when Cam Young and Tony Finau walk up on the tee? Uh, Tony Finau's also played in Presidents Cups and Ryder Cups, uh, so he's got some experience. Cam Young's a rookie; um, he, he won't have to. If he doesn't want, he won't have to hit that opening tee shot. And you're not going to get a big distance advantage where, okay, we got to play. Cam, you got to go on number one. (laughs) If he's paired with Kisner, well, you got to go on the odd. You you might run into a situation like that. And then, so that leaves you with Homa, or I'm sorry, that leaves you with Kisner and Scheffler. Well, these two are great match play players. They they played together in the final, Uh, or was that a, that was Horschel and Scheffler.
0: Horschel and Scheffler and um, yeah, but I mean, they've both been like constantly making deep runs in Austin.
1: Yeah. And so I I think that could be another interesting one. Mm. Scotty again, Scotty can play with anybody. Right. And his game is really well-rounded. So putting him with the Kevin Kisner, I I don't think is a problem. I mean, he's a really good long iron player. If he's a little bit farther back playing off of, you know, Kevin Kisner tee shot, I don't see any any trouble with that, um, and so I'm not afraid of that parent. Again, it's not my favorite, but if that's what we're left with, I'm I'm okay with it. But what would you do with these last four?
0: I'm generally fine with any combination of these. Um, I think I think I settled on Scotty and Finau, but for no for no other reason than. I know you should probably split them up because they're both so easy to play with. I don't know. I'm, I'm fine with literally any combination of those final four. I mean, they're yeah. all fair. Like how many combined words are those guys going to say? I mean, they're all very low key. Their resting heart rate is like 12. I, I just, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm fine with any combination of the last four. The
1: well, question is, what do you do with cam young? Um, who do you put him? Who's the guy you put so, cam young with?
0: What's interesting is cam young on paper is awesome at quail hollow. Cause he can bomb it. And yeah. also he makes a ton of birdies and he can putt. So in theory, he's a, a, a could be a really good match play player. And if you get him with Scotty, for example, on Thursday, uh, and they win, you might get to roll cam young out a lot more. Like, I feel like sometimes when these guys are rookies, you know, they don't, they don't get to play as much. Cam young could be a really, really great, president's Cup star with his skill set but I don't think he's going to get the opportunity to show it this week
1: no I te- I tend to agree just because of what's in front of him the one thing he does have in his favor aside from the fact that he had a great year is he did shoot 63 on Friday with Davis Love in the group <laughs> uh, which I'm sure impressed him but he, it's almost like he's left out a little bit when Zalatoris, who was his natural fit is put on the sideline with an injury Right. Uh, so I, I think he kind of lost out there, but I I wouldn't put Cam Young with Kevin Kisner. I I think you can get him with a player who has a little more of a similar game, uh, and Scotty and Finau could both do it, but I prefer I prefer Finau with that. I think Finau has a little more experience. He can show him, you know, the ropes a little bit more. And there's a there is a a similarity in their game and Finau's putting great too. So there's more similarities than there might normally mm. be with them. So I, I guess that's my lean there. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm fine with that. The international
0: side, a lot more question marks. I think there's a couple of natural fits, but then we got to start getting creative here, Greg. So where do you want to start on uh, captain Immelman's side of things?
1: All right. So I want to get a general philosophy first. Mm-hmm. This is the big question that has to be answered. It determines everything. Um, And I'll tell you a little story from my days of playing ice hockey. Uh, I was on a team that had a very good, a very good senior class when I was a senior and we had some really good players, some of the best players in our section. But when you got to our sophomores and freshmen, it got ugly quick. We had some real deficiencies Um, more deficiencies than stars. And we tried the early part of the year, a balanced approach. We found that every line that we had was just okay. Right. And when things got really bad, we got together and we changed, we flipped the script and we put our stars together on the first line and we piecemealed a moderate second line and our third line. We just hope they didn't let up two goals. (laughs) Right, um, our star defenseman played. Did you, did you tell? Did you tell the, the third
0: game. line guys that? Did you tell the guys on the third line, "Hey, you guys stink. Just don't give
1: up two uh, goals." It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> no, we, were, <laughs> we we were nice, but they, well, they just didn't end up playing as much. So we would take our first two lines, and when it got to playoff time, we would roll two lines, which was exhausting. Mm. I'm still I'm still out of breath. <laughs> um, but it was a it worked. It worked. All of a sudden, we had we had two very good. We had a great line and a really good line that we could throw at any team and they could roll. They could compete against all the other lines that we would play against. And all of a sudden we went on a big run at the end of the year and made it to the finals and lost eight, one in the finals. You guys were too
0: tired by the time you got to the finals. (laughs) Yeah. But
1: we went from the worst team, the worst team in the section to making the finals because we stacked I don't know if that works in this format. So the question is, do you do you stack your talent and go with a Sung J. M. and Hideki Matsuyama and come up with a formidable team, or do you try to bring along, you know, your your Tom Kims and your Mito Pereiras and guys that have talent, but put them with someone with experience, a little more firepower? I think you got to stack them, Greg.
0: I, I just I just think that listen, there's thirty points available you got to get 15 and a half of them. And the path to 15 and a half is not, I mean, you're going to be a dog everywhere. You got to, if you can get two points a session, you're at least live for something crazy to happen on Sunday. Mm. You can't, you cannot hope that. And golf is weird enough that Siwoo Kim and Christian Bazadenhote might snap a point off or a half a point. And then, and then you're then you're loving life. I I don't think you can. I don't think you can afford to not stack this. Okay, that's my. All right, all right. I'm not. I'm not kept Captain Trevor (laughs) Rimbald. I
1: I just it's hard with five matches going out in each session. That's another disadvantage for the for the international team. When you got five, you got to come up with now ten guys have to go. Yeah, and so. When, when you start stacking these as we're going to do here if if all your star power wins every match and sweeps you're going to be left you're going to have three points and you're, the best case scenario is a split that's, that's hard for me but but
0: there's no there I mean, look at the scores, Greg, look at the teams, look at the odds. there There's no good path for this team. Getting a split is a great result.
1: Yeah,. And then you're just
0: you're hoping for oh, you're, Sunday magic is what you're yeah, hoping for.
1: Yeah. so you want to just get you want to get to Sunday and try to be even. You don't think there's a way to get a lead heading into you know, a big lead going into Sunday through your parents. I mean, what, what are you going to do? Put Hideki and Bezayden out there and hope, and
0: hope that's good enough.
1: I, I think you're hiding Bezayden as much as you can.
0: Yeah. I Um, agree. I think you have to, I, I don't, I mean, Siwoo can at least get hot, but he's been horrendous the last couple of weeks.
1: Yes, I know. You need, see, this is the thing. You, you have great upside to use some fantasy lingo in Siwoo Kim Sebastian Munoz has shot 61 twice this year you you need him to go shoot shoot rounds like that uh for a whole week <laughs> I don't know he he hasn't been able to do that in in regular tournaments so he's got to you know sh- go shoot a 61 get lucky shoot 65 and win I, I mean it, it's uh it's a very long path so I'll give you my first pair yeah start us off I, I feel the best about this and I think he kind of splits the middle here so it's uh, Corey Connors and Taylor Pendrith. for sure. Yep. I, that's your lock pairing. They're both yep. rookies. Um, I, I think Corey Connors is a much more experienced PGA tour player. Obviously Taylor Pendrith was, um, well, I believe a rookie this year and, but he's much better than that rating and, and with the length of Taylor Pendrith and the ball striking capability of Corey Connors, I think that team is formidable and I don't think it locks you in any corner.
0: Agree, love it, and and it, Connors is a candidate to play four or five matches just because of his, um, you know, prowess that he has on the golf course. And if Pendrith gets hot, like great, it's it's a really great golf course. I completely agree. Yeah, you you put the two Canadians together. I also think, uh, okay, well, I, I think you put the two Aussies together. So Adam Scott, who has played. 44 out of 45 President's Cup matches uh is likely to play four or five again this yeah. this week and Cam Davis is as we talked about last week for the Fortnite, very similar in skill set to Taylor Pedrith very comfy pairing Adam Scott Cam Davis.
1: Yes, so I love that pairing as well. And this is where I like I consider this a split of star. Uh, okay. I, I think Cam Davis has the potential to be a star. Um but what you have with uh with Adam Scott is a star and you have a rookie who he can kind of pull along and i think that is a formidable team as well with a lot of upside a lot of potential so i still i'm i'm very comfortable with our positioning here okay
0: this is good let's keep rolling
1: okay now things <laughs> we're two pairings in we still have two stars left though i think I, we might i think we have two and a half stars left well I'm curious to know who your half star is. It's Tom Kim. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay. So now I, I think you put Tom Kim with the star. Yes. And the star that I put him with, it can go either way here. I have sung JM. So do I. All right. All right. So I like that team. I think they go, I think they can go really well together. Um, there it's not like a, young and old, right? They're both young players, um, but Sung Jay has some experience. And, and statistically, even though Tom Kim doesn't qualify for the official stats, they're two of the best players statistically on this team. But I think Sung Jay can provide a lot of comfort to Tom Kim because he came in as a rookie in 2019 and was a buzzsaw. Yes. Tom Kim has that ability, but my fear is that he's a little overwhelmed. Or that he could be overwhelmed, and I don't think he will be with Sung Jm as his partner.
0: This is by far this is my favorite pairing. Tom I, I, Tom Kim, I will bet Tom Kim to be the top international point scorer at like seven to one, because I think there's a chance we had, when we had Trevor on, he was heaping praise on Tom Kim as he should, but he was also describing how he's acting as a translator. For the for the Korean guys, oh. so that's Sung Jay, It's K H Lee. It's Siwoo Kim. He Tom Kim could go out with basically a third of the team, very very comfortably, if not more. And if he plays well and gets hot, I think they roll him out there a ton. I love the Tom Kim Sung J pairing.
1: Okay, I like it too. Um, I, I think it's I think it's really strong. Now, there are so many reasons why that's a good pairing, and I mean Tom Kim's long iron play is so good. And it kind of can, I think it could mitigate some of his distance, which is a, you know, the downside of Tom Kim, if you will. All right. So who, who's yeah? now this it's is, really interesting.
0: Now it's tough. So, so, and this is the same order I did this in earlier. We have Hideki left. Who's our best player. Yeah. And, I have no idea who to pair him with here. So we've got uh, Mito Pereira, Sebastian Munoz, Siwoo Kim, K.H. Lee, Christian Bazadenhote, if I'm not missing anybody. Who, who best works for Hideki?
1: Uh, well, you have a great iron player in Hideki. He's more than that. But let's just call him a great iron player. Do you pair him with Christian? feels like you're it, – it do, that doesn't feel right to me. It feels like you're taking a potentially star studded team and you're handicapping it. So, and with Siwoo, it's so risky. I think Mito Pereira is the play with okay. Hideki. Um, And there are other options, I know. Um, but Mito, I think, is the most consistent player left on the board. Um, I think he's the best ball striker left on the board, and I think Hideki Matsuyama and Mito Pereira can hit it with the American, with sure. the American duos, which yeah. which is valuable. You need you'll stay in you'll stay in holes, you'll stay in matches with that pairing. Now, I mean, putting becomes a concern. <laughs> you need a hot putter, but I I don't think that's enough reason to put him with Christian just because he's a no. good putter right it, it i feel like that could go where the the pressure gets put on hideki's putter all day that it's, costs you a lot of holes if Siwu was playing better i would advocate for hideki and Siwu. but Siwu's
0: lost like 15 strokes putting in his last seven rounds and he's completely lost and i cannot put hideki with that yeah. so i'm i i mean yeah you just you just try to ball strike him to death hideki amido prayer i'm fine with that
1: all right, so we got Hideki and Mito, we got Corey and Pendrith, we yep. got Sungjae and Tom Kim, Adam Scott and Cam Davis. That's yep. four. That's four good teams. It's three. It's
0: at least three and a half good teams. But you could argue it's four decent teams. Yeah. I, I think it's four
1: teams with strength with, with real strength. Yes. So um, this, th- they, these, those eight must do work. Yes. Now. So-
0: it, it leaves us with a little <laughs> – leaves us with some crumbs. Um, yeah. So Munoz, who I, I like as a driver of a golf ball, I mentioned he can get hot. So Munoz has got to go with either Siwoo, KH Lee, or Christian Note: I don't love any of these.
1: Nope, I don't either. Um, It just <laughs> – my instinct would be put him with KH Lee. I kind but, of thought that too,
0: just like uh, – like I think, I think form – Form and fit, say that Siwoo and Bazaydenhout are 11 and 12, and I just want to stick just like sacrificial lambs, just Siwoo and and Christian Bazaydenhout. And at least we have seen KH Lee's ceiling once a year, right? Like we see it once a year. Maybe we can find it. Uh, in in at Quail Hollow, but my first thought was also Cage.
1: I mean, it's Craig Ranch and Quail Hollow. Are there <laughs> any similarities there?
0: They're both in the United States. Yeah, that's, right. Maybe
1: the rough will be low at Quail Hollow because of Davis it, Love.
0: It will actually. So they, I saw the the statue had a uh an inch and three quarters, one point seven five.
1: Yeah, which with Bermuda Rough, that's low. It um, Bermuda Rough's typically lower than bent um you know effectively like three inch Bermuda is long at an inch and a quarter it's it's short. Um a lot of you'll get a lot of flyers. That could be a benefit for KH Lee. Um I'm scrape, scraping at straws here. You need yeah. to steal you got to steal a point. And how do you generate this but can can KH Lee and Sebastian Munoz in the same round <laughs> on the same week find their ceiling? If they can, I mean, they can play with anybody in the world. And if they can, they'll have to. That's worth one point. And then they just need to find 14 and a half more. (laughs) Isn't that sick? Yeah. (laughs) This is the problem. I'm with you on you take 11 and 12 and sacrifice them. Yeah. And hope for the best. But the problem is your other. It's not like every other team is strong. Right. When you got four, we feel pretty good about four teams. But they're gonna to have to go against. Well, somebody's gonna to have to play Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth. Somebody's gonna to have to play Can'tley and uh, Can'tley and and so golfing.
0: that's the other thing. The President's Cup is uh, the Ryder Cup is just the blind. Hey, here's what teams going out first, second, third, and fourth. This will be more of like a snake draft. So if 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 uh, Davis Love starts off and says, "Okay, first group out." Uh, Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, or Patrick Cantlay, Xander Shoffley, Do you just go, all right,
1: Pizayden Hote and see who Kim? <laughs> well, you do have the opportunity to sit those guys. Right, I, of course. But the theory, the theory is there. So I would take, yes, I would take <laughs> um guys that I feel like have oh, the potential to go crazy, but are unlikely to. And that would be in the way that we've set this up. It'd be Munoz, K. H. Lee. Mm. Stick them out there. Now, you want to get early points. You want to go beat Shoffley and Cantley and get some momentum. But it's just, it's so hard to do. I, I think you, in a way, I think you're all right to run from that team. Punt on that one.
0: Okay. Um, we're going to continue to roll on here. We're going to answer some questions that came in on Twitter, and I think I saw a couple in the chat I might be able to get to if I can find them. Uh, but first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. And we're back. Uh, let's do some questions. And I believe, Troy, do you have something queued up for this? Okay. Kyle Thornhill, is it realistic to expect the President's Cup to go into Sunday given how much better the U.S. team is? Technically, Greg, Of course. It'll be available on Sunday. It's twelve points. Um, now, how live it will be on Sunday is kind of the big question. Remember, twenty nineteen, it was
1: internationals were leading going into Sunday, weren't they? Yes, I believe. I believe so. I'll look. Um, yeah, check uh, check that out. I'm pretty sure they they were. Um, but the problem is. Yes. Uh, You know, a four point deficit is huge to overcome. So I I feel like the internationals have to get a lot of momentum in the early matches and start to feel like they have a chance to get points on the board and go in there where, you know, you leave it, you hope for magic on Sunday, but the magic can't be, well, we're down eight points and we got to, you know, basically sweep that, that isn't going to work. So, but i do think it goes into sunday. It, this is it's match play, it's team event. you're talking about the best call, uh, you know. these guys are they're they're top 50, they're top 100 players in the world on the international side. they're not going to just roll over. right. it's just an uphill battle.
0: yeah, there was a question and i i um Uh, Bruce Retroits at 608 Eastern. Joseph Bosa says, if a match goes all 18, will that be embarrassing for Team USA? It's like, absolutely not, right? Like, don't forget. These guys are top 100 players in the world. Yes, as a team and as a composite, they are big dogs to win 15 and a half points, but someone might go out there and smoke Justin Thomas or someone like it, it. it is it is not going
1: to be a 30 to zero runaway. I can assure you, you know, the game is not played on paper. Yeah. Uh, and the matches, even if it is a, a route, you know, and it's 20 to 10, which is a, a route. It the, the matches aren't going to be six and five, six and five, six right. and five. Right. They're going to they're going to be tight matches. Um, it's just it's the the number of great teams that the Americans can roll out one after another after another that makes them so hard to beat. The internationals
0: had a 10 eight lead going into Sunday in 2019 and then in Sunday singles, the United States won uh, eight points eight and four to win 16 and 14, 16 to 14 overall. So that's
1: yeah and that's what you're dealing with. Again, you can hide a little bit in the team play uh, you can hide your lack of depth and that's yeah. where we talked about earlier where you know your top guys are playing five matches you need that for the internationals um but on sunday there's no hiding <laughs> no there is not uh, okay next question for matt asks which u.s
0: rookie do you think will have the biggest impact being in points earned or some intangible so uh top rookies I'll list them off here for you, Greg. There's six U.S. rookies. Technically, Colin Morikawa, because he played a Ryder Cup. He's now This will not be the first President's Cup. Scotty Scheffler making his President's Cup debut as the number one player in the world. Cam Young, Sam Burns, Max Homa,
1: Billy Horschel. Those are the six. So who's going to, let's say, be the biggest uh, points leader of the rookies? Um, I have to go with... Scotty Scheffler, I, I, I just, I think this golf course suits him so well. um, And I I think he's going to be a formidable match and there's not a ton of pressure on him. I mean, he's world number one, but his team is, uh, you know, the team in front of him and maybe they're behind him is so strong. I I, I don't see this as an overwhelming uh, pressure situation where the team's riding on Scotty Scheffler. So best player in the world, is a rookie. I think he's going to have a big influence.
0: I probably agree, though I am excited about Morikawa and Homa. Um, yeah. Morikawa was awesome at the Ryder Cup. Awesome. Right? I mean, he was phenomenal. Even in a year where he battled, I can't hit my baby cut anymore. Now he's figured that out. And the strokes gained approach numbers are back. And I think, if it does shake out the way I want it to, which is a very comfy Max Homa pairing, uh, you get a partner that just won, who's been great at Quail Hollow. Like, I'm very excited for these two, and I'm exponentially more excited if they play together.
1: Yes. Here's the other thing about Morikawa. He was still third on tour and Strokes Gain approached the green in this in his, year in where his, in his
0: bad year where he couldn't <laughs> couldn't find his swing to save his life.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. He just gets it. He, he just gets approach shots. And uh, that's going to be a big deal here, obviously. But more so than a normal Wells Fargo at Quail Hollow. Um, more so than a, a PGA Championship because the that rough is going to be a little bit lower. So you're going to have an opportunity to make some birdies. You're going to have to do that by um, hitting some quality iron shots. Uh, I think we have one more question, Troy.
0: Okay, here we go. So, Albert asks, which golfers will play all five sessions? So, let's start on the American side. Most likely to play five, Greg. Who, who does that look like to you?
1: Uh, probably, man. I See, I, I don't think the Americans have to do that. But I would say Justin Thomas is the most likely. I agree. Because uh, um, I, I think he's going to be hungry. He's a team leader. I think Cantlay would be a... a popular choice but it, with his back uh you are happy to rest him if you can so i'd say thomas uh xander and jt are my two for the u.s side I, yeah.
0: xander's got the great pairing with Lay, and if you do want to rest patrick at some point can't like can play with anybody else jt he just plays a ton it's at quail hollow you know he's basically the de facto captain america at this point um yeah. 2021 Ryder Cup, there was only one golfer who played all five sessions. So we only got there once in 2021. Remember who it was, Greg?
1: Um on both sides. Rom Rom. No, sorry. On oh, just, oh, just the just the Americans. Um J JT played all five. DJ played all five. Oh, D just oh, that's right. He was five and oh. Got five
0: points. Yes. DJ got five. The wow. the uh, um The European side was two guys. It was Ram and Victor played all five sessions. Yeah. Um, So you might get one to three guys on the United States side. On the on the on the international side, I think these are a lot easier to pick. Like I like I Sungjae has to play five sessions. Um, Hideki probably has to play five.
1: Yep, less likely than Sungjae because of you know some injuries he's dealt with this year. Yeah, he's had like the wrist and like the The neck neck and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, and then believe it or not. Adam Scott is a million. Adam Scott is, is golf's Tom Brady and has played 44 of 45 potential matches. He might just play five again this year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's very likely as well. Um, and I also, I think the Canadians, I think both Taylor Pendrith and Corey Connors would be likely candidates as well, especially if they get it going. See, see the yeah. thing you have to, you have to go with your strength. If yes. you're the internationals, you don't have the choice. The Americans can, I, I mean, the, they could walk in and draw names out of a hat and have great teams every day. They, for the most part, they all get along. They can all play together, and it, you know, if somebody needs a little bit of rest or doesn't play well. It, it's it, you know, it, it's uh, next man up.
0: Yeah, the Mito Pereiras, the Taylor Pendrith, the Cam Davises, like that's the hot hand effect. If Pendrith and Corey Connors go out and win on Thursday, they're going out on Friday. Yeah. And if they win on, like you're going to see with a ton if they, if they kind of play well and, and capture a point on Thursday, something and, like and he, that.
1: Even if if they win in foursomes, lose in four ball, they're going to play in foursomes again in the morning, right? So and then if they win there, they'll play in the afternoon, and You're, then they're all going to play single. So like,
0: you, there's a pretty easy, like, yeah, there's a decent path to Pendrith or Cam Dale. like somebody who get who might end up getting paired with one of the stars, so to speak, yeah, getting hot and playing all five sessions,
1: right? And, and it it's got to be a great gel, and yeah. um, they both have to be candidates. I think Connors and Pendrith are. Both candidates for it. Um, but Sung Jae is, I mean, it's so obvious.
0: If Sung Jae does not play five sessions, um, I won't say, I, I'll just, I'll be very surprised.
1: I'll be very yeah, Well, surprised. he probably played very poorly.
0: <sighs> yeah. He'd, you know. he'd be like, oh, and four or oh, and three out of the gate. Yeah. And even, even then, like, he, what you gotta do you got to hope then? he finds it? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, okay. Quickly, last note, and then we'll get out of here. Greg um, they rerouted quail hollow. So the green mile 16, 17, 18, obviously notoriously difficult stretch. They moved that up so that it plays a larger impact on match play, which I, I, I kind of think that was smart. So they're going to go, I think it's, Oh God, I don't have it in front of me, but it's like one through eight, 12 through 18, 10, 11, nine
1: or something like that. Yeah. That's uh, that sounds right. Yeah. Um, And it, 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 does make sense? You want that 18th hole to play a factor. I feel like it's 15. Does that make sense? Yeah. If it's what? yes, now it's 15. Because then if, they'll
0: because right. then they'll play. It definitely closes 10, 11, nine.
1: So uh, 14, uh, 13, 14, 15. That's would the, be the that's green, the green mile. mile. Yeah. Yeah. And that that could be a deciding factor. You know, deciding point in the match. So I, I think that makes sense. I love it. Okay.
0: Any final thoughts before we get out of here? We're going to come back and do more on Tuesday. We'll incorporate some odds and and the fantasy salaries are out. That's a unique uh, format for this week, Greg. But anything that we missed on for the Monday show?
1: No, but just, uh, you know, we're... <laughs> We're data guys here, right? We lo- we're doing research and looking. Yeah. And the more you look at the data, the more it looks like the Americans have this thing won already, but uh, they have to play the matches and they're great players on the international side. And it's match play and it's, it's 18 holes of match play. It, it's there are five matches, but it's 18 holes for the point. So the chance of this being a complete route is a lot less than we think. Uh, The chance of the Americans winning is probably right around where we think. But I think it's going to be closer than I think it's going to be closer than we think. I hope so. I hope so. We'll see.
0: Um, Okay. big thanks to producer. Troy does all the hard work behind the scenes. Greg Ducharme available on Twitter at The Real GFD. And you can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been The First Cut. We'll catch you next time.